say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? I'm not crazy. hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to a packed house. And a fun topic this week. There are way too many of you meat sacks in here. I love extra company. And we love you, Kyle. Full stop. Right there, as far <laughs> as it. robot love goes. Full stop. Period. <laughs> Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, with a layover in parts unknown Colorado. We are your hosts. I am David Flora. He is Brent Hand. And I am Awesome Personified, the realization of perfection, 200 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. Stop. Please stop before I throw up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I got wrapped up in his eyes there for a second, I think. Uh, and we promised you a packed house. And we have just that, actually. Uh, we're, we're two weeks in a row with guests. We're moving on up. We got Dose returning guests this week, both of which have their own bumpers. So, you know, without further ado, welcome back to the show. First up. Mr. JTR, if you're nasty, Brown. Oh, look, it's JT Brown. <laughs> and before we get to uh, too much back and forth, I got to get one more bumper out of the way. You know him. You hate him. Mr. Kevin Crispin. <laughs> His name is... Kevin! You're damn right I hate JT! it. JT! Oh, I missed that bumper so much. <laughs> oh, look. How did I not get that bumper? Because that's generally how people feel when they see me. <laughs> they go, oh, look, it's JT. Brown. As yeah, if they're Eeyore right after his tail's been pinned on. Yep. They're just yep. pissed. And, and I don't want to give away a lot of the magic here. Of the, Good, because we don't want you talking. So well, fuck perfect. you. Uh, and I do want to say in, in the little outline here, uh, it does say we have none other than Mr. Ken Crispin. Now, I don't know who Ken Crispin is, but I'm guessing he's much more pleasant than I am. Ladies and gentlemen. Is, is that is that your drug-addled kid brother? Is it that could who, be. who you're trying to yes. forget? Uh, the Ken Crispin collection from Broyal Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> We always get a free onion. Rye Cerrone, the San Francisco treat. Yeah, no shit, right? Gentlemen, welcome back. What's been going on since, well, Kevin, you were on not too long ago. JT, yep. it's been uh, a minute or or five. It has. I think we last talked about, we did Waco, but I think we also then later talked about, I feel like some uh, diddling ghosts that diddled some some people. Is sometimes, that correct? Sometimes you got to have a... a, a a ghost rape you in the butt. I yeah, think I think it was, was what it wow. was, right? It was, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I remember that. I think uh, diddling ghosts. Yeah, mm-hmm. from maybe 2020 thereabouts. That's a that's a country band. Isn't it? <laughs> I think it is bluegrass, yeah. maybe. That was the only troubling thing of 2020 was uh, the, <laughs> the diddling, diddling ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. Isn't it sad that if, if Ghost had came out in 2020, it probably would be low down. I know. <laughs> right after murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, I am still trying to get 
conspiracy about to stop trying to make that a thing. Well, so. you know, and uh, about him, twisted steel and sex appeal. Who the fuck does he think he is? Superstar Billy Graham? Come yeah. on, man. He can't do that shit. <laughs> do you feel that they would have beaten two dudes with attitudes in 1995 yes. for <laughs> the tag true. team titles? Yes, two dudes with yeah. attitudes. Oh, my twisted, gosh. Twisted, uh, metal, or what was it? Uh, twisted, twisted steel, steel and, and sex, appeal. sex appeal. They're better than yeah. two dudes with attitudes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He does kind of look like that clown car with the the clown on top of it like the jack-in-a-box thing. <laughs> <laughs> twisted, uh, twisted steel the the what twisted, metal? Oh, twisted metal twisted metal yeah, sweet yeah. tooth man metal. Sweet, sweet tooth, tooth. yep <laughs> holy cow you liked that game didn't you i liked it very much sorry yep. i was J-T. scared there's there's uh i know i'm sorry john thomas be very challenging yeah. you yeah, can if you right. need to if you need, need to speak to. to me like my mother that's you damn right free to do that if All you right. need to anyway you like twisted metal i did i liked it very much uh spent uh, large swaths of beautiful days that I could have been outside uh, playing instead, uh, oh. blowing up other cars with missiles. Sometimes, At least you weren't blowing up real cars. Sometimes True. you uh, uh, gotta blow up some cars. Quick point of order. Kevin always asks me to talk to him like his stepmom, and I am not sure what he means by that. I don't think you want to go down that ah. road. <laughs> what are you doing, step robot? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, oh, your dad will be home any minute. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, oh, motherfucker, like you didn't go to porn immediately I, in I your mind. I honestly didn't for the first time in my life. We said welcome <laughs> Wait, in Hysteria porn. Nation, and you, you thought of three porn titles. <laughs> that <laughs> Hysteria Hernia is a good one. <laughs> oh, Hysteria. Uh, well, guess what, kids? Getting back on track here with slightly less step... Step robot porn. Uh, we're going to go for a quote unquote gasp controversial topic because they say they, meaning the people that know, uh, say that the others, they being the powers that be, are lying to us about true history. What? Yeah. Most of the stuff we talk about here is controversial, especially if taken at face value. But this is one that uh, ticks people off. It's not as big as, say, like Flat Earth, which we actually talked about last week. Uh, a little bit touching on Very and nice. how much it makes people yeah get get upset but uh you know if you take this stuff at uh face value it's kind of out there JT since yes, you're sir. you're back here give us the tartar my voice there we go David see I, my voice uh how are you guys doing <laughs> you ever wonder about what what's it like I'd look out for the coyotes if I were you what's it like having <laughs> hair in weird places uh give us the Tartarian elevator pitch if you will well the Tartarian Empire theory suggests that the existence of a highly advanced and influential civilization referred to as Tartary or Tartaria if you prefer so but here's if the rub it. it's been systematically removed from mainstream historical accounts just like giants and all of my shenanigans Seabot <laughs> uh, <laughs> shenanigans aside, the Tartarians, is it Tartarians or Tartarians? You know what? I, I think since it's bullshit, allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, allegedly, thank you. I think it's the Tartar Tartarians. It's could the Tartarians. The, the no, Tartarians. No. I always say Tartarians. <laughs> Tartarians? I think I, it's a we'll true adventure. I okay. say tartar sauce. That's right. Yeah. Tartarians supposedly had advanced technology like free energy and airships but for some reason they couldn't prevent their own empire from being erased mm, don't you hate that uh, well the thank universe. you sir and i think uh it goes without saying our goal well if we have a goal on the show is to uh do an a- analysis of the theory examine claims of its supporters and the view of the scholars wise men and academics who dispute it wise men for sure 
Wise guys, you mean. What do they know? <laughs> Thank you very much, Mel. That's true. Yeah. Was I Mel Kaminsky? Mel Kaminsky, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and Ken Crispin used to do that, that <laughs> two-man yeah. show on yeah. Broadway. Oh, the 3,000-year-old llama? <laughs> yeah. no, There's that, nudity involved, yeah. if I remember. I sat in what? Yeah. You know, that was <laughs> the... <laughs> Just an hour and a half of that. What? <laughs> what? I sat in what? Had you guys heard of this? Is this? I have not. Have you? So this was new to me, uh, but uh, as is, you know, the, it's the danger with these conspiracy theories is uh, you planted this little seed, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, rabbit hole. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Well, there you have it. And that in lies the problem. It's more big lies from big history. <laughs> Just keeping the truth away from us. Just keep us in the dark and away from the real tech. Our reptilian overlords keep hidden in the underground. Here's the other thing. So let's take a realistic look at this. And I don't remember if you were on this one or not, David. We talked about the idea of lost civilizations, not Tartarians, but could there have been literally millions of years ago the earth could have been like it is now, a cataclysm wiped about millions of years ago by, would there be evidence that the people had been here? And even though mainstream scholars say that, you know, it never happened, we would not have evidence for the most part, because that's how much time breaks down everything. That was really interesting to me is time is the grand equalizer is, you know, things get lost to time. But we're talking about millions and millions of years ago and that uh, that kind of claim. But this claim comes to us because they claim they know a lot of it because of maps and a mud flood cover up and all sorts of things uh, like that. So we're going to get into it. David, but had you heard of this uh, very I much? No. This this is brand spanking new to me. It was to um, me too. And go ahead. And, and I was just going to say, and people are like, how have you not covered that? I'm like, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if this often we can get into it, but I don't know if this often gets roped into Atlantis or any of those Mm -hmm. offshoots. But uh, this one was brand new when you uh, brought it to me and was like, hey, you ever heard of this? And I was like, no. And that's a good story for you guys. That was a great story. Have you ever heard of this? No. No. Okay. cut. (laughs) And scene. Print. (laughs) All right, let's head to break real quick. And when we come back, we get saucy mm. with tartary claims. Mm. See, I'm, I'm, I'm using all your, your pronunciations. You really said you good. like tartar sauce. I, well, I don't know if I said I liked it. <laughs> well, you said the word. You son of a... Oh, sorry. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with more Hysteria 51. You know, saying a word, Brent, doesn't mean I like the word. <laughs> like when you say you love me? Right. That's just a lie. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So (laughs) you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. (laughs) In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's they design it for long-term retention, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and 
There's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're 50% off. Rashate. Redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. See, John, that this music doesn't change. Ever. Yes, it stays. We made a change a while back, and people lost their minds. Oh. So then I made a change, change back, and the new people lost their minds. Mm -hmm. and I don't remember which one we're on now. I just said, oh, well, this is it. Well, somebody's going to lose their <laughs> it minds. Was it was the like same a lose-lose. There's yeah. same, minds being lost. There's only so but, many uh, free-to-use songs out there that, uh, true. you know, and that's uh, T for Two Cha-Cha. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I, 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 it was still another version of T for Two Cha-Cha. And as much as I like the song, I like saying the name 
T for two cha cha. T for two cha cha. Did you have to do the uh, very uh, general um, mistakes were made PR campaign to try to explain away? <laughs> no, nah, uh, I just had Seabot <laughs> send a general fuck you through yeah, all of our social media. That works. Is that, that works. why I got that? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> general fuck you. Oh, yes. Yeah, he Listen was bounced. Up, boys. I think I'm he General was actually, uh, yeah, General <laughs> Fuck You, I believe, was actually court-martialed eventually. Yeah, so. <laughs> unlike Major, 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 Major from Catch-22. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my Speaking Lord. of, it's Thank suppressed you. history time. Yeah. Let's get fucking truthy. <laughs> truthy should be uh, um, our next mascot. Hi, I'm Truthy. He's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or is on live support. He's on live support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> Sorry. Proponents argue that there has been a deliberate effort to suppress and erase the existence of the Tartarian Empire from history books, from maps, from records, from CDs, from <laughs> laser disc, <laughs> from all microfiche and media of all kinds. Uh, this conspiracy is often attributed to powerful groups or governments that want to maintain control over historical narratives. These days, we just call them scientists. I, that is such a insert whatever topic we want. There is some sort of powerful group or government wanting to maintain control over historical narratives. The problem is it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because they do when stuff really does come about. So it's an easy way to say it. I mean, doesn't that just feel real? Don't you think that the government wants to control everything and so they're an easy scapegoat? Sure. And do you think Why in the not? 1800s were, were all of the uh, mass cabal of governments uh, like meeting via, uh, you know, like Teams, Microsoft Teams of course to, they were. They to had, discuss it mm-hmm, in the 1800s? They had the advanced, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the advanced achievements of Tartary at their disposal. So True. they were yeah, you got right. me there. We would have had the internet in the 1800s if these motherfuckers hadn't gotten. Yep. So that would mean. Man, the the scourge of podcasts. Would ye have old been, MySpace. Yes, oh, ye old MySpace yes, right. with command. No, commander's not right. Mm. Uh, Squire Tom is your friend. <laughs> Squire Tom. Oh man, I like it when it, randomly you'll see someone has changed their Facebook profile picture to Tom. Is that something people do? Do you know what we're talking I, about? Tom? Not, <laughs> not familiar, huh? Were you ever on MySpace? I was. Yeah. Oh, Tom was everybody's friend. Oh, he was the original yeah. creator, and so when you made an account, he was your first friend. That's yeah, right. right. Oh, and he was wearing a white T-shirt. I wondered who that guy was. That was that was the creator of MySpace. <laughs> he sold it like at the top of its uh, popularity. Made you know hundreds of millions of dollars, and then it tanked right afterwards. And he yep. giggled his way to. No, he's like, and I have all these friends. Do, do you think he's like uh, Scrooge McDuck, and he swims uh, in his coins? Do you That's, think? <laughs> yes. I just hope that when he made the deal to whoever he sold that to, that he was paid in gold coins. Well, I hope so too. He he said the guy used a bunch of different names: Old Scratch, Old Joe. <laughs> uh, B. Arthur's not as evil sibling. I don't know, you know. All fair callback. Hey, let's talk about the uh, technological advancements that they are said to have. Let's do it. I dare you. Because, you know, when you're that far back, you can you can have everything. You can have flying cars. Um, you can, Although this really kind of smells of steampunk society, does it not? Mm-hmm. So when you look yeah. up photos, it'll be like a bunch of people floating in balloons with like a uh, – <laughs> <laughs> with like a uh, you know a steam engine on the back of it, yeah, that's literally what it, you know. That's or great. I kind of went to also. Do you remember in if you guys saw the new Aquaman when they showed Atlantis before it fell? Nope. They had all that weird technology, like people are in like almost like 
at at walkers and stuff like that and flying and stuff and then it all went Sorry, to was shit. that an ATAT? Or an or I, you know, I think it depending on how you want to say it. I just want to make sure I yeah. understand. Okay. As at, opposed at, to an at sat, right? At sat. ATST. ATST. Yeah, the chicken walker. Oh, uh, that's actually Idiot. the one I meant, the ATST. Idiot. There yep, you go. The two-legged one. I'm I want to apologize. <laughs> yeah. Um so they had all this stuff. Let's just let's just get that out of the way. They had that. They had the architecture that surpassed the capabilities of the time. I mean, who are we to say that? Mm-hmm. But believers point to ancient structures and artifacts that they claim exhibit Tartarian influence or origin. Brent, what are some of those? A, a lot of it is they'll say you pick a building in Tibet, right? You know, and then a building in Egypt or a building in Greece, all from a similar time. And they will have similar things like archways and things like that. Well, they say, obviously, they were influenced by the same people. Or you realize that when you're building with stone and things like that, there is a better way to do it. And these same civilizations figured it out on their own. Well, and isn't it all based on like Euclidean geometry? Yeah, and, and so, such? yeah. And like the the golden ratio and all these, you know, and you look at all these, like all these people. Is that like the golden rule? It is. Okay. Be nice to your angles. The golden rule (laughs) is what that means. And so they'll look at a lot of that. We'll get into the maps and there's a lot more of this and that, but they say there was even more. I mean, they, they, they had, you know, global commerce, global infrastructure, capabilities to speak to one another. And it all disappeared. And we'll talk about that. Talk about, tell us about global influence. Who, me? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, the empire is believed to have spanned across Asia, Europe, and the Americas, exerting significant influence on many contemporary cultures and also gaining that's probably, uh, let's see, seven, five, uh, five, maybe uh, 17 to 20 new armies each turn, I think. Um, <laughs> Just building up on Papua New Guinea the entire time. That's how you win. That is true. Yep. Proponents argue that linguistic, uh, architectural, and artistic similarities between regions are evidence of this influence. I don't know, pyramids everywhere? Yeah. Okay, so linguistic, architectural, artistic similarities. Going back to also the ancient structures and artifacts, you said like, oh, there's a building in Tibet, there's a building in Egypt that look the same (laughs) with archways. Right. Is that the same kind of vague explanation when it comes to linguistic, architectural, and artistic similarities? Yes. Kevin, we've been doing this show now. I've been Uh – doing this for like seven years. Don't I know it. Vague things are my bread and butter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Explanations don't really fit in with a lot of these well, I, things I've we never been on the, you know, I've never been on the show, so I, I just am true. True, trying to figure this out true. Right, as I go along. Well, we're trying to get truthy, as we said. So <laughs> oh, and you got to understand the star forts. That's apparently why they uh, think everything is is connected, is there was uh, apparently a lot of star-shaped forts across a lot of different uh, continents uh, that they're like, oh, well, obviously the fact that they have ramparts in four different areas means that it's the same as opposed to like they learned because you could defend that better. Uh, we've been ah. under siege before, so this actually works. Exactly. That's- Un- unlike when we were under siege too on a train. <laughs> <laughs> you know, What's he just like? wants to building a bomb. <laughs> I just want to be a cook, but now I got to get this Playboy Playmate out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, Gary Busey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So there is uh, one of the things they say that uh, 
was the big uh, grand equalizer. It's mud flood time. Mm -hmm. The mud flood theory and uh, the Tartarian Empire go hand in hand. Seabot or Pincher noted. Uh, it's a French theory that suggests a mysterious cataclysmic event occurred sometime between the 17th and 19th centuries. We're not talking about way, way, way back, not even that long ago, causing a massive mud flood that buried and destroyed much of the world's architecture and infrastructure that was really, really advanced. Fun coincidence here. Mud Flood also happens to be the name of JT and Kevin's prog mm. rock band. It's yeah. true. Uh, I play the nine-string tuba. <laughs> <laughs> it's very our, hard Our shortest song is 17 minutes and 13 <laughs> yeah, seconds. Yeah, and I, I so. thought it was too short, but I, you know, we had a bit short. of a yeah, creative difference kinda, there. We had to truncate it. So yes. the only, yeah. It's the only prog rock band that uses hemi-demi semiquavers. Does anyone know what that is? <laughs> I don't. It's a 64th note. 64th. I just use the theremin. So. That's all. That's I right. Use. Yeah. That's all he plays in the band. Oh, yeah. I do everything else. Yeah. I'm, I'm the Garfunkel. You you're are the Garfunkel. Simon. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. You you don't have as good a hair, but you have beautiful hair. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I I could have went a different way with mud flood and Kevin, but I just went with this one. <laughs> Is that so. like space docking? <laughs> it's it's a lot like hey. it, but sloppier if Kevin's involved. <laughs> anyway. God damn it. So uh, the the supporters of the mud flood theory believe that the the Tartary people, the Tartarian Empire, the 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 Tarts as we'll call them, uh, <laughs> they were one of the the primary victims of this disaster, and its remnants can be found in the buried and partially buried structures around the world. You know, like all archaeology. See how that works. You know, it's funny. Now's where it gets you know juicy, so 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 to speak. Those and, saucy tarty tartars. Well, I'm telling you, you gotta love a juicy mud flood. <laughs> uh, according to the mud flood theory, the global elite, various governments, or other powerful entities have deliberately concealed the truth about the empire and the mud flood to maintain control over historical narratives and the world's population. Followed by what can only be described as a perfectly evil laugh. <laughs> And just look how on? happy he is. <laughs> Dynamic wow. drop in there, Kit Brockman. Glad you finally decided to contribute. He sits in here all the time just drinking our Always. Beer. He's fucking hammered. Yeah. Not to be confused with the true perfect laugh. <laughs> JT, that was a, a voicemail that we got one time, and it was... It's near and dear to my heart now. Is that, is that the whole voicemail? Uh, it was just like, here, let's listen. We do voicemail episodes. We never listen beforehand. Yeah, you so just I, released one, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So I just we hit it and. <laughs> Jeez. David, was that you? It was fantastic. You know, sadly, I was like, was not. Was I that a morbidly obese uh, Woody Woodpecker on Coke? Is that what that <laughs> was? I yes. got to tell you, the, the reason we don't have the camera on David is every time he hears that, he's fully turgid. So that's why we don't allow him. Turgid. Turgid. <laughs> Turgid. Beautiful. Don't talk about my turgids. Actually, <laughs> David, with your beautiful radio voice, could you say turgid? Well, that makes me very turgid. Ooh, <laughs> now, we're, now we're on it. Uh, I don't know about turgid, but I got a boner. Anyway, <laughs> dynamic drop-in aside, they argue that the architectural anomalies found in some old buildings, such as buried basements, hidden floors, mismatched building elements, are evidence of the mud flood and the subsequent cover-up. It's almost... 
too easy. Brent, this building here has a door, and that other building also has a door. It's almost like they didn't back in the day build and then realized they needed to build on and aesthetics wasn't really, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, as keen as it was. I think John Thomas has a good point though. How did, how did they, everybody know about doors and getting into buildings <laughs> except for mud floods? It's clearly what the, yeah, that's why we've mm -hmm. just Cover been up. leaving everything open. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this entire time. Thank you, Tartarian for coming and letting us know. Uh, so in summation, because by God, we all deserve it. Uh, the Mudflood Theory is connected to the Tartarian Empire claims as an explanation for alleged disappearance of supposedly advanced civilizations because, you know, this place has a basement. Obviously, they had flight capabilities. <laughs> However, both theories, here's a little spoiler, widely regarded as fringe beliefs with little to no verifiable Wait. evidence. So they say. Uh, yeah, that's some bullshit. And well, I will say that's this. that's mainstream historians and academics. I'm doing air quotes as I say that. <laughs> where, where were uh, Tardy and the Tarts uh, <laughs> when I was in my home with no basement? And Thank you. What? <laughs> as to the tune of Benny and the Jets, oh, okay. I think, yeah. Yes. I was thinking uh, of a 50s doo-wop band myself, uh, Tardy and the Tarts. It's similar. Mm -hmm. I grew up in, um, uh, in the Midwest where we have tornadoes all the time, and I grew up in a house without a basement. So where the fuck were the mud flutters then? Because that was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's true. Well, then let's get to the real brass tacks here, how they're, they, you know, the, the proof we have. Oh. David, tell us about maps. I'm, I'm a map. map. I'm a map. I'm sorry. I'm a map. I'm a map. Thank you, Brian Regan. Yes. <laughs> we mentioned maps earlier, or, you know, paper lies, if you look at the current <laughs> ones. Um, <laughs> the correlation between old maps and the Tartarian Empire's uh, theory stems from the presence of Tartary, or Great Tartary, if you extrapolate. Great Tartary. <laughs> <laughs> on some historical maps, particularly those from the 17th to 19th centuries. Uh, proponents of the Tartarian Empire theory believe that these maps provide evidence for the existence of a vast and influential empire that has been erased from mainstream historical accounts. They argue that the geographical extent and prominence of Tartary on these maps indicate that it was once a powerful civilization with global influence. Which leads to this question. Was One-Eyed Willie a Tartarian? Well, he was hiding from them. That's why he was in that cave. But he was in the basement. Chester Copperpot sure was. You're <laughs> damn right he was. Thank you. <laughs> oh, they cleaned him out. Yeah, right after they ate him. <laughs> they cleaned him out, Ma. <laughs> All right, to so that is... To ride up Troy's mud flood bucket. <laughs> uh <sighs> Those are some of the claims. We're going to break these down a little bit more with our explanations after the break. And I think that's important. But we wanted to say some of the things. And we're, we're going to get into a little bit of the more minutia coming up here on Hysteria 51. Nation, we want pictures of your dogs. That's just a personal request from me. But while you look for a good one... Let me tell you about something near and dear to mine, Brent's hearts. Your dog's health. You may have noticed lots of dogs suffering from health issues these days. Joints, odors, it's not good. Actress Katherine Heigl noticed these issues too, and after a ton of research, there was one place she found we can look to support any dog's health. Their food. So she created Superfood Complete. Food for your four-legged friend that's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients 
on the planet, including several superfoods vital to your dog's health. Her company, Badlands Ranch, also supports the Jason Debus Heigl Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Now, I know Brent has used Superfood Complete with his lovable meatballs, and they absolutely love it. He said it's easy to prepare, both his guys grow crazy for it, and he loves knowing what he's giving them is healthy and full of ingredients that are actually beneficial to his little rapscallions. You can try it for yourself by going to badlandsranch.com slash hysteria and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to badlandsranch.com slash hysteria today. You know, I believe this sounds a lot like um, the fourth mud flood record. Um, it's true. And, uh, yeah. That was when you were doing the kind of stripped down minimalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just course. theremin and nine string tuba. Is that when you all grew your mustaches and uh, started taking LSD? Oh, well, no. We took LSD before with a dentist, you Beatles hating motherfucker. I didn't say I hate the Beatles. Uh, I oh, mean, maybe not in this episode. I didn't say I, I do, but I didn't say I hate them. <laughs> are, you, are you just saying that to be quote unquote metal as fuck? No, I've, no. I've, I don't give a shit about the Beatles is more thing. I don't hate the Beatles. I just don't. I know Kevin is literally, I can feel him yep. on the back. I feel the hate. Um, I, I don't dislike him. I just, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not you're, Kevin. You're not an American. You're not. <laughs> hey, lucky you, yeah. buddy. You know, they're no, they're no winger. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, man, Kip I'm going to, I'm going to shove your face into a cherry pie. You know, <laughs> hey, that's warrant. Yeah. Oh man, you're right. I'm sorry. She Jesus, God damn it! I I'm think so you're sorry. thinking of she's only 17. Is that winger? She, yep, you okay. got it. That's very, very creepy. Or, very creepy. or uh, <laughs> if you watch Beavis and Butthead, who is the Stuart? Always wore a winger Stuart, T-shirt. Yes, always <laughs> wearing that winger T-shirt. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's the Beatles lyric. She was just 17. You know what I mean? And the way she yeah. looked was way beyond yeah. compared. Sorry, well, I just see, wanted to bring so that, back I would the Beatles. Say then the wing, so I would say that Winger ra- and the Beatles are, are pr- pretty comparable then. <sighs> if you're into to rapists, <laughs> yes. Chi- I'm sorry, child. Uh, Stop. <laughs> I want to hold your hand Timely. until I get you in Stop. my band. Stop it. <laughs> they were just talking to you, Brent. They just wanted to hold you. Ultimately, that's, that's right. That is true. I want to hold Brent hand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All this makes sense. Yeah. Uh, David, but it was covered up by the government that they were singing about you. Well, those reptoid bastards. <laughs> holding one, yeah. Anyway, David, Boids. tell huh? us about some experts, if you will, in this subject. Well, what, what do people use to poo-poo on this truth? Lies. Here, here. But <laughs> let's get a little bit more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, how about a lack of evidence? Pshaw. Critics argue that there's a scarcity of verifiable historical evidence supporting the existence of the Tartarian Empire. They point out that the primary sources cited by proponents are often vague, misinterpreted, or taken out of context. Like, that really matters. It doesn't. <laughs> I've done enough episodes about... Well, everything, but the pyramids or anything, if you can look at anything and draw conclusions, but hopefully you're drawing conclusions off of what you have, all the information, not picking and choosing. And a lot of times when you look at these things, yeah, there's similarities everywhere, but there's no 
evidence that <laughs> they were flying and had, you know, internet and web browsers and, you know, all that stuff. Where does that jump come from? Now, a lot of people tell you because it's hidden and they, they're privy to the, tru- the truth, but where's the truth? We're not, we're not privy to it ourselves. We just got to take it at face value. Honest question, though. Has there been an attempt other than the maps to present evidence of these things? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the maps a little bit more and, and yeah. what that means. Um, yeah. So with architecture, especially like we were talking about, yeah. these, they see these things all across the globe similar building techniques and things like that, or uh, writing came around at the same time or languages, you know, and they, you know, outside of trading routes and stuff normal well, it's because there was one superpower. And this isn't the only thing we're going to talk about. There's other things that have been hidden. They say by the powers that be, but why? Well, let's, let's get to the why a little bit later. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Another thing they say is it's a conflation. And this kind of goes into what you're talking about, conflation of different cultures, all right? So yeah. scholars, they say that Tartarian Empire theory supports uh, – supporters thereof often conflate unrelated cultures, histories, and regions to create a unified narrative. They argue that the similarities cited by proponents are coincidental or the result of cultural exchange, like I was saying, like people that were trade routes and stuff like that, rather than – evidence of a single unified empire, meaning just because two people figured out the wheel, not the wheel, but, you know, a a, 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 a way to build a building at the same time doesn't mean they were talking to one another. You don't say. I mean, but 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 a lot of people do say, you know, you know, is oh, is oh. is that they they were. But that's how much of it is because there's evidence and how much of it is because I want it to be. Uh, I'm going to go with the latter. I think that's a lot of it, don't you guys? Don't you feel like John? What do you think? Uh, so that the, there's several things that potentially are going on here. Uh, the first one is there is cultural exchange across trade routes that doesn't necessarily indicate one unified empire, uh, because even when you look at like Samaria, which is ancient uh, empire, mm-hmm. they weren't actually unified. They were essentially city states that had some degree of shared culture. But um, but we're ultimately still warring with each other. They didn't have centralized government and that sort of thing. So I think it's probably if we're if we're giving this some degree of serious uh, skepticism, I think probably to presume that there is a unified empire just because two people uh, you know do this thing in the same way mm-hmm. is probably uh, a quantum leap in terms of logic. <gasps> Dean Stockwell. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so uh if, if I just just a programming note for our, our hosts of Hysteria fifty one, never have me on again and just keep having John Thomas on because that was the most <laughs> uh well thought out answer to my question uh, of any question. That was really I just texted well to him and asked him to read it. So he did yeah, that's oh, actually yeah. He, well, he, he pulled it from a Wikipedia page. Okay, because so. Brent didn't come up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the next one I love uh, you know, pseudo history. Pseudoscience is all too ignored little brother. He gets jealous. Uh-huh. So we're going back to the academics. They consider the Tartarian Empire theory to be a form of pseudo-history, a narrative based on speculation and conjecture rather than rigorous historical research. And I think that is the rub there. Conjecture rather than rigorous historical research. Caveat, though, how many times do we look at history? You know, I keep going to like places like Egypt 
and we find new things out, but they refuse to update their way of thinking. That's why a lot of people go, well, you're just hiding the facts. Anyway, they argue that the theory cherry picks information, ignores contradictory evidence, and relies on unfounded assumptions. And I think that's true, but my point is so does mainstream archaeology uh, sometimes. Case in point, the advanced tech shit like air travel, free energy, you know, the Tesla uh, type stuff. Uh, they even invented the internet before Al Gore. <laughs> uh, Tartaria had its own global communication network outside of just trade routes, they say. Did it have its own Twitter? Uh, oh, man. It was called uh, Tartar. Part- ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I bet it was saucy. Yeah, give it mm-hmm. a squeeze. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I see this, and I, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, when they look at the uh, pyramids, mm-hmm. there has never been any proof that in a pyramid they were ever used as a, a, a tomb. But 100 years ago, someone said that, and now that's what's been – uh, believed there's no, there's no writing. There's no hieroglyphs. There's no anything in there, but that was just what is now believed. And even though we have things that say otherwise, no one really rocks that boat. Now I'm not saying it's a water pump or a, or a, a needle that you know, that shoots out free energy, but I believe uh, the pyramids, according to Ben Carson is where Joseph stored his grain. I, I think that was his, yeah. his big old grain silo. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Belongs is, is in Central Carson Illinois. still alive? I, you're damn I, right No, he no, he died. He no, did? He did not. Yeah, he died of COVID, I think, right? No, no. you're thinking of Herman Cain. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Herman oh, Cain he did? definitely did. Yeah, he oh, died of COVID in 2020. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, so it's interesting. History is very messy, right? Especially ancient history. And so the only data that we get to pull from uh, is this very surface level. And then I think you're right, Brent. We want clean stories. We want stories mm-hmm. that make sense and where we've trimmed off uh, all the rough edges and we can bracket it in. So we get new data and it's like, well, shoot, that doesn't fit with my story. So I'm going to ignore that. Uh, it's a lot harder to live in the tension of just saying, well, we think this is what happened, but we've got these other pieces that say that maybe there are some other functionality, but we don't know. And no one wants that. We want nicely um, nicely hand-delivered stories in a right. bow that makes sense to us. Well, and I think the, the, the other side of that, too, is when we don't know, and if people say they don't know, that invites this way of thinking of, well, what if it was this? Well, you we don't – where's that coming from? But what if? You know, yeah. and insert, you know, w- go willy-nilly. We seem to have stumbled into one of my therapy sessions <laughs> uh, where I just ask what if for 50 minutes and my therapist says, Kevin, maybe think differently. <laughs> I, I feel like you are – that seems like you're paying – you're just paying for think differently. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk alternative Explanations. Alternative facts. Thank you. Thank you for that drop in. <laughs> Alternative facts. <laughs> That's enough uh, from you. <laughs> much like who we just uh, heard from, scholars propose alternative explanations for the evidence cited by Tartarian Empire supporters, including cultural exchange. This one we talked about, migration, uh, natural, evo- natural evolution of architectural styles. That's just the way things work. They emphasize the importance of contextualizing historical information using reliable sources to draw conclusions. But why do that when making shit up is so much more fun? Alternative facts. Oh, well, <laughs> let, let me ask this question. And, and I think 
uh, of people. I am someone who I think we know is is suspect of of religious faith. And anytime I see a coincidence, right, I I'm able often to say, oh, that's a coincidence. Maybe it's a coincidence that they both knew how to build a building that way or based on the knowledge of the math. And then I see a coincidence. Somebody says, oh, that's God showing me that I need to do X, Y, and Z. So like, how much do you think, do you think that is going on here? Where again, to what John Thomas was saying about it, it feeds a narrative to say all of these things. And if we say, oh, uh, there are no coincidences, they were talking to each other. Like how much of that do you think is going on? Well, I think Kevin, Kevin's the guy who's like, oh, it's a coincidence that that bush is on fire and talking to me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, there's a, there's a great (laughs) quote. I actually don't remember who it's from, uh, but uh, the can, quote is that- You can attribute it to me for It's ease. actually from, from Brent Hand, uh, <laughs> and it's uh, something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing, uh, journalists' job is to make stories simple. Historians' jobs are to make them complex. And I think that that's really true because, uh, again, historians have a really difficult job because human beings and human- um, civilizations are telescoped and nuanced and complex and contradictory. Uh, and it just isn't fun <laughs> to have to, to deal with yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, uh, it's not a morsel that we can swallow well. So it would be a lot more fun uh, and interesting if it were one big empire that uh, is being covered, uh, you know, covered up because that's fun too, right? That's exciting is to think that you possess the truth uh, and all of the other people around you are just sheep. Isn't that a a, a comforting thing to be like, I'm in on the know and you're yeah. not, you know? It, I, I think that's why all of this hipster podcast culture exists. is built on that. In fact, so this podcast <laughs> exists because of that. Yeah. Ooh. And because of David's wonderful voice. True. Mm. Bah. You guys. <laughs> Everything all right? Oh, what did you, you have him say earlier? I already forgot. Uh, uh, turgid. <laughs> turgid, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> David, speaking of, oh. tell us about those good old mud floods. Let's break those down a little bit. It, it, man, that that sounds very, um, I don't know. David, tell almost us about dirty, your mud right? flood. Tell me about your mud flood, Dave. Well, it, it sounds almost racist. <laughs> no shit, critics, right? Or something terrible. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, critics of the mud flood theory and the Tartarian Empire claims argue that there is no credible evidence to support the existence of a global catastrophe of such magnitude. These infidels point out that the architectural <laughs> anomalies can be explained by more mundane reasons, such as changes in building styles construction methods, or local environmental conditions. Mm -hmm. But mundane don't get people to come to your Angel Fire website, so fuck that noise. That's the the biggest point there is, they're not talking about 5,000 years ago for this mud flood. We're talking between the 17th and 19th centuries. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but we were communicating and you know, the written word was a thing a hundred to two hundred years ago. You know, yeah. uh, you know, so that's kind of crazy that we don't know of a cataclysmic mud flood that took out the largest empire. Yeah, on there's Earth. no record of it. No, listen, I'll no, accept I'm, I'm, a clear I'm water listening. flood, clear water, but I will not accept a <laughs> mud right. flood. Wait, is clear water like the Noah's flood or uh, I don't know? All, like but, but if the water flood. is nice and clear, oh, I I'll, see I'll accept saying. that. Mm-hmm. But there, there is no mud. Mm. But now I'm I'm treading into the the dumbass area. They'll tell me because <laughs> we don't know this because the powers that be 
Don't let us know it. They 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 took it from the history. Well, books. isn't that the answer for everything? Yeah. They're they're awfully coordinated. <laughs> yes, considering oh, yes. they're at war with each other, and they right. <laughs> no human beings could keep this many secrets. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, if they if they were you know using the advanced technology that they were then covering with, or so. you ever think they're not fucking human beings, you fucking sheeple? Oh yeah. <laughs> Got me. Yeah, he got me. I hear it real real when up. you guys talk. Jesus Christ. That voice didn't squeak then, did no, it? No, man. I'll tell you, I was channeling my inner Brent. Uh, man. It was terrifying. So, so uh, curiously, when we sort of look at this theory, I do feel like there are narrow uh, conspiracy theories, and there are what I'll think of as broad. Mm -hmm. And this is the broad fold everything into... Uh, it's a catch-all. Yeah. It's, mm. it's impressively... Uh, wide net. Uh, the you know the only fold in I like is uh, from the late great Al Jaffe. God rest his soul. Just passed away at 102 years old. Did the yeah. fold ins at the back of Mad Magazine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to talk about the fold in at my like belt, like where my gut goes over my belt a little bit. <laughs> no, that'll be on sad times. <laughs> it's true. That's yeah. a Dunlap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now we did speak of maps. Also, David, wreck us on that as well. Wreck us, Daddy. Wreck us. <laughs> wow. Well, time to pull out our maps. <laughs> Alexander pulls out his magic map for all those uh, King's Quest people out there. Sorry. <laughs> nice reference. Remember how mm -hmm. some some people talked about Tartary? Checkmate! Yes. That's it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not, unfortunately. Experts contend that Tartary was a term used by European map makers and explorers to describe a vast, poorly understood region in Central Asia, Siberia, and sometimes parts of East Asia. European reptilian mapmakers, maybe. <laughs> He's on to the way, truth. He's on to the truth. Severely, severely uninformed <laughs> and just making shit up. The term was not indicative of a unified political entity or empire, but rather a general labor labor, general labor intensive uh, term, <laughs> a label for a diverse range of cultures, tribes, and peoples living in those areas. Mm -hmm. It Yeah, it's just like saying them, mm -hmm. they, plus they say the changing <laughs> borders and labels of Tartary on old maps reflect the evolving understanding and knowledge of these regions by European cartographers rather than a deliberate attempt to suppress or erase the existence of a Tartarian empire. No, the cartographers are in on it now. <laughs> are they well, part of it? They now? say. Oh, yeah. Notice he kept saying, are they we sure say. that yeah. this isn't the Cartarian empire? Yes. <laughs> yes. As uh, as more accurate geographical information became available through exploration and trade, the depiction of Tartary on maps became more refined and accurate, eventually disappearing altogether as more precise political and geographical boundaries were established. Fucking placeholders. <laughs> That's Man, all they were. I, I, look, I know that this is my last show uh, based on John Thomas's eloquence, but <laughs> can we get rid of Seabot, please? If you can figure it out. I don't know how to, how do you, how did, you're the one who made them. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, never mind. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> this is a, JT, you, you brought it up, well, you said this is like the, the catch-all, the thing that, like, everything I don't understand, uh, we're going to throw into this one thing. And I think it's funny that, you know, Tartary or Tartaria, Tartarian Empire, when they were talking about this, well, that's, you know, Tartary was just a term used for, uh, we don't know what it is, so this is Tartary. And, but that's lost or or people don't realize it, it's frustrating as shit, to say the least. What's your thoughts, David, on this to start out with? You're, you, you've heard it. You've given us all the information. 
where, where are your thoughts? Well, it, it sounds a lot like it stems from this, what we just said, that there were, there was a region on the map that they just called Tartary because they didn't have any mm-hmm. better term for it and they didn't know what it was. And that has kind of blossomed into this whole conspiracy, AKA pseudo history thing. Um, much like, uh, Atlantis in the way that we take Plato's writing and description of it. And I would even put more stock into that than this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing is, you know, Atlantis. This is not the same as Atlantis because Atlantis was supposedly one place and, you know, had, you know, dealings with everywhere where this was much larger, they would even say. But do you think these kind of go hand in hand, uh, you know, or do people sometimes uh, interchange one with the other? That's for everyone, not just David. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here. It's a great question. Um, I wonder, uh, sort of uh, semi-serious question is, so the word in, um, uh, that the Greeks used for the underworld is Tartarus. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was a place sometimes just you know, associated with Hades, like the traditional uh, underworld, sometimes associated with where Titans or kind of banished gods mm-hmm. went. Do we know if it has any connection, if these words have any connection, or if that just is uh, happenstance? Uh, so the term originated, I'm looking this up right now, from the wake of widespread devastation spread by the Mongol Empire. And adding an extra R to Tartar was a suggestion of a Tartarus, a hell-like realm in hey, Greek mythology. Look at um, that. So it makes it seem like when someone didn't know what a place was or it wasn't explored, they called a Tartary like a hell-like realm that no one knew. Wow, well hey, done, sir. How about it? Fucking, I'm yeah. fired. I gotta go. <laughs> you remember we talked about... Hades, Tartarus, and uh, Sheol uh, on Sad Times one time, the different concepts of hell. And mm-hmm. Gehenna as well. Yes. So, yeah. Gehenna's my favorite concept. Gehenna's, yeah. So the, it, and I don't know, the, David, I know you Jewish like the devil, uh, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you also like hell. Uh, but that's always an interesting topic, too. Now, actually, David said he he's down with the devil. Then <laughs> Him and Slayer. Th- then he said, like, we like the pot, he rocked the pot, hey. Because he's three Gehenna's foot nine actually, with a ten um, foot dick. So. <laughs> Based on a, a a real place in the Middle East, um, no, it Gehenna? was a Gehenna. Was, yeah, yeah, the, it was the a, dump uh, outside, outside of Jerusalem, of Jerusalem? cursed mm-hmm. place. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's not exactly hell. And you know, uh, early Judaism didn't have an actual hell. They had uh, Sheol, which mm-hmm. is a place where kind of like shades go, almost like Hades uh, yeah. for Greeks. But uh, Gehenna became associated with hell because it was a cursed place that nobody wanted to go to. It was like a cursed land. They I don't know if nothing would grow there or if it was just a site of a bunch of battles or a lot of, you know, bad crap happened. But, um, yeah. Like Dodge City, Kansas. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Like, it was like also a, where they dumped a lot of, uh, quote unquote, unclean stuff to try to not, not uh, pe- have. stuff. Uh, yeah. So like well, trash, essentially. I see. Uh, so that it didn't, uh, didn't it, dead people, as an example, uh. that, that were paupers. Uh, so that, that way it wouldn't um, sully uh, the yeah. ritual cleanliness uh, of uh, Jerusalem. So pretty go. much a map makers were, were, were slinging hate at areas they didn't know, calling it Tartary. Like, They're throwing shade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's obviously the underworld. <laughs> Obviously, they had uh, you know free energy there, and uh, yeah, you know, it's called Hellfire. Yeah, I literally they think I was like, where do you think the Hellfire comes from? It's free <laughs> energy everywhere. It was so enormous that it covered most of the world. Yet somehow, the entirety of this massive empire was erased from history. They said, "Well, 
they erase from history because of the powers that be that don't want us to know, or maybe they're the powers that be that survived and now run things. So, you know, that's the big fuck you checkmate answer to anything we say is you could just go, well, you don't know. <laughs> You're not privy to the truth. You weren't there. Yeah, that's true. Right. You know, uh, they were so stealthy. They managed to remove every single trace of their existence leaving only a few obscure references in old books and maps. They're like the D.B. Cooper of empires. He's <laughs> just vanishing without right, a trace. Brian, I have to ask you, was that your second Kid Rock reference today? <laughs> it's a D.B. Cooper? A Dude, Kid like D.B. Cooper and the money he took. That's a line. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Thank God I didn't know All right, that. All right, put that Bud Light down. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw it up in the air and see if he could shoot it. You know? <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, I don't know. We got Davis. What do you guys say? What do you any? Do you give this any chance of being true? And uh, the 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 reptilian overlords keeping it from us. I'll just be brief. Um, I don't know uh, the Greek word for anything, so I'll defer to John Thomas. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think this is true at all. Um, if I'm being totally honest, um, I don't. I I I think a massive conspiracy between like the Ottoman Empire and their you know hated enemies in Europe, like during that time period, I just, I don't think they would be able to be like, you know what, let's, let's, uh, let's all work together here and let's, let's really stop these, uh, these uh, Tartarians. And, you know, we brought up steam, steampunk earlier and about how all their airships and stuff seem. So is this maybe some form of fan fiction about steampunk to say that this is when it existed? I love that. Is this fan fiction? <laughs> yes, maybe. I mean, I don't know. You know, I was just saying that was like the, the pictures you see when you look up, what was Tartary like? You know, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, everyone's wearing top hats and canes and, yes. you know, and flying in dirigibles. It does look much more fun to fly in a dirigible. I yeah. love a good dirigible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except when they catch fire. Yeah, yeah that's well, very bad. Yeah. But with free energy, you know, we don't need to worry about that's that. That's a good point. That's a good point. So once again, Hysteria 51, the pro-hell podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hey, it's renewable, right? I mean, Hellfire is renewable. Um, well, you can always apparently. continue to, you know, continue. There's going to be more people going. You can continue to you know, utilize it. Yeah, okay. Yep, yeah. that's the way it goes. Anyway, kids, that's our <laughs> thoughts on Hellfire and Tartary. Uh, what are your thoughts? Have you guys heard about it before? Uh, do you know something that we don't know? Are you a Tartarian general still alive uh, in the the catam the 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 cataclysm? What's the word I'm looking for? Cataclysmic? No, in the catacombs. It, Thank you. The catacombs yeah. underneath. Uh, insert whatever Paris. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You know government building where where things Uh, are really being ran from maybe mm -hmm. they're in uh site r or or raven rock you know or one of those places or right under our nose let us know well you can let us know several ways number one give us a voicemail 773-669-7277 again 773-669-7277 you can tweet to us at hysteria51pod facebook.com slash hysteria51pod or just jump on facebook look up hysteria nation that's our regular page but that's enough about us. Kevin, thank you so much for being on. And uh, you do some junk show, don't you? Uh, junk is right. Uh, I do host a podcast called Sad Times. It's about uh, each week we have a guest on where uh, somebody tells a, a part of their story where they're upset, sad, angry, times that they were uncomfortable, kind of things that we uh, as humans don't talk about as much. And the hope of it is that that person can tell their story and somebody out there uh, who's listening can feel a little less alone by by relating to that. So you can find 
Sad Times wherever you get your podcasts, which apparently is where you get GIFs as well. I don't know where those are either. (laughs) And then um, also, if you would like to be a guest on Sad Times, you can always email SadTimesKC. That's K as in catsup. No, K as in ketchup, C as in catsup. (laughs) Fuck, fucked it up. SadTimesKC at uh, gmail.com. Thanks, Brent. Thank you, sir. And JT. Yes, sir. Our our author extraordinaire. What do you got going on? You're writing books. You're you're having your own private practices. You're making sense on here. I don't like you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I have that effect on people. Uh, Yeah. So uh, I have um, I have a a very good book out, and I have another book out, uh, and then I have a a very good book of short stories. I was going to say you you have two very good books out. I have two very good books out, and I have a, a book. As well, uh, a, th- a third book. Uh, so we're gonna put links to all of them, and you got to choose which is which. <laughs> which is which? So, <laughs> so uh, both of the the two gentlemen that are uh, are on the material plane here with me uh, have read Scab Among the Stars, uh, which is the first book in the Lunar Lives series, and they both told me it's shit, and I should never. Uh, <laughs> I should just put down my pen. That's right. And then I said, why are you writing with a pen? Use a <laughs> pen, Sideshow Bob. That's right. That's right. Uh, no. Uh, so if you like dark fantasy, uh, if you like uh, the likes of Neil Gaiman, Clive Barker, China Meville, uh, then pick up Scab Among the Stars. Can I say one thing Absolutely. real fast about Scab Among the Stars? I am somebody who does love to read, but I don't love fantasy. But I really, really enjoyed that book when I read it. Uh, so I think even if you're like, oh, I don't know about fantasy, it is, in my opinion, yeah. worth checking out and if i, I can that. interject one thing real quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's usually yeah. what uh that's that's the res- that was actually was a response to reading uh, my book when i said did you like it was that an actual <laughs> amazon <laughs> review of your book that's right, that, was, that was uh and then the other is a short story collection uh called machines and fever dreams mm-hmm. with twisted little tales that will make you feel un- unpleasant and unhappy uh which is the intention i love that Title too, very much. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, because it's you know that's both science fiction and fantasy. Um, and then I have another book that was my first uh, attempt called The Charlatans, which has a great hook and is uh, rough around the edges, but uh, you know also fun in its own right. Sweet. And you can find all of these links in the show notes, and I command you to buy them uh, because you know I have that power over you with my free energy that I. Siphon That's right. From the Tartarian Fr- from the Hellfire. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Hellfire. I and, should just say. And no. if you'll leave me a good review, great. And if you don't like it, lie. And still leave me a good review. Uh, right. Right. And you heard it here first. Hail Satan, I think, is what we were getting at with this. Probably not. Probably not. He doesn't, he doesn't exist if you ask Kevin. And he's all too real if you ask me. So, you know. Meet Brent and I in the middle. Yeah, yeah, we'll be at the So that means he's like so-so? He's (laughs) so-so. He's like your Uncle Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, kids. Well, thank you so much for listening. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. I've been Kevin. JT Brown. And he's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?
Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.